0: So we wanted to do a deep dive into assertive communication, which is the trailblazer style, right? Yes, my favorite. Yeah, I know. Me too. And um, and then we decided, okay, well, let's dive a little bit further with some examples on how to project strength and how to project confidence in your communication, which is tied into the assertiveness mm-hmm. that you can exude with your social interactions and... Also, public speaking,
1: right? Right, right, right.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so assertiveness.
0: Assertiveness.
1: Yeah, and yeah. um, one of the things I think I think whenever we do, we do these topics, it's it's good to just sort of define what we mean by it, um, because yeah. there, uh, assertiveness. When I think of assertiveness, yeah. it's um basically making your presence known, right? Yeah. Uh being, um, being, being sort of present in the room Mm -hmm. and, uh, not being necessarily, uh, aggressive about it. Right. Right. You're not being, uh, domineering. Yes. But you do want to, when you're being assertive, the point is you have an opinion, uh, you have a position on the topic, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And you're making your presence known.
0: Right. I love that definition. Um, and it's it's about striking the balance between like being kind, but also getting respect from people, and not being a pushover, not being overly, you know, saccharine and and too, you know, I don't want to say too nice, but it's mm. it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like always. Um,
1: you're saying in terms of the balance. In
0: terms of the balance. Yeah. Being kind and respectful to get respected in return, but not overdoing it with, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, that is important. Yes everything with, with, or with whatever. With that, that act that of be. being assertive. Yeah. You don't, again, you don't want to come across as domineering. So certainly. Yeah. You want to be respectful. And kind. And kind.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in your uh, sort of stance. Right. Right. You take a stance.
0: Yeah. And 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 you stand stand by it. You stand your ground. Right.
1: Um, But that doesn't mean that you're not going to respect other people's opinions. Of course. It doesn't mean that you're not going to listen to a counter argument. It simply means uh, you stand by what you're saying. Right. And are going to make sure that other people understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. So if we were to reference pop culture or just some of the archetypes that we see in um, film and television mm-hmm. and the media at large, because we're watching Game of Thrones, I have to. Yeah,
1: we're a little behind. Yeah,
0: we're behind, but on purpose. Cause on,
1: on purpose. But. Uh, we
0: had a bunch of travel this summer, yeah. um, which was lovely, but, you know, we didn't get to um, see the season finale. So don't tell us what happened.
1: Don't even bring it oh. up.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but yeah. anyway. Um, so from that, from Game of Thrones, yeah, I can think of two people who are like pretty good at being assertive. Yeah. You're thinking of the same people?
1: I'm sure one of them is the same. <laughs> okay. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jon
0: Snow does a really good job yep. of standing his ground and not being a pushover, but not being aggressive. Um, and then Daenerys, Stormborn.
1: Yeah. Daenerys is good. I would, I... I find that Daenerys sometimes overdoes it. Gets into the realm of domineering. Yeah. Um, only because mm. occasionally, when uh, she like she basically her temper can get the best of her sometimes, mm. and when it does, you go from uh, assertive yeah. to you know taking action on principle. Right. And not necessarily because it's the right decision. it's the
0: right decision. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So
1: a really good example of Jon Snow being assertive Right. that I can think of. Okay. Uh, we're on season seven right now, which yeah. is uh, the one before the final. Are there eight or nine seasons? Eight. Are there really? Yes. Ah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Go ahead. So
1: um, <laughs> in any yeah. event, so Jon Snow is presenting to uh, a room of his – you know, uh, people who are, uh, supporting him, his subjects
0: as the king of the north,
1: as the king of the north.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, he's bringing up something. He basically says, I have to go away and, uh, the, basically every,
0: leave all of his yeah, subjects. I have to leave
1: all his subjects. I have to when leave my kingdom. When he was just
0: elected. When he was just right. yeah, anointed. anointed or, uh, maybe
1: it's elected. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Um, crowned, crowned. Crown, that's it. That's it. Yeah, we're clearly not royalty. <laughs> it's crowned. Um, so anyways, He'd just been crowned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the group there is excited to have a king again. They haven't had a proper king in a long time. Right. Uh, the last one was killed off. So
0: Solidarity. Right. They, they they
1: want him around. They want him around. And so uh any event, he he says, guys, by the way, I actually have to take off now and go do something down south. And they get all upset. Right. Now, at this point, his sister. Who they also respect right and is a contender for ruling the north right his sister says don't leave why are you doing this and she she says this publicly in right. front of all you know his subjects right and what i found really impressive with with Jon snow in that situation and it kind
0: of undermines him right his authority it does
1: it does yeah and that's why i think in a, that why i find impressive is yeah a normal person would be very upset by that situation,
0: right? And
1: lash out. At and lash out salsa, and maybe. say, you know, maybe get make it personal, right? Uh, and maybe try to undermine her. So they right. Don't. And then and instead, what he does yeah. is simply says, "I respect your opinion. Uh, I can see that you don't agree with me. Mm-hmm. However, in this situation, I feel very firmly that it needs to be this way. Right. Right." And he explains why. He explains why it's important. And he just stands his ground.
0: Right. And I, he also goes, I love that, right? And he goes over his objectives. He's like, look, my goal is not to be king. I'm trying to do what's right. And I know that there's this impending threat, this right. looming you know, darkness coming, and we need to do something about it. Right. And I know what to do, so let me do this. Right?
1: Exactly. I'm yeah. the best man for the job. Yeah. This isn't about me. This right. is about basically the good of humanity, but mm-hmm. certainly the kingdom.
0: And I think another thing that really resonates, um, uh, with us with that character is that he's not, he's not egotistical, right? He leaves his ego out of it. And I think that's the main distinction between Daenerys and he, which is what you were getting at,
1: right? right? She lets her emotions
0: get the best of her at times yeah, and that causes her to make poor decisions and, or maybe ruthless decisions. Mm -hmm. And Jon Snow doesn't let that happen. So with assertiveness... Right, it's it's really a fine line between being kind of aggressive and being, you know, strong and confident in your decisions and standing by it without overdoing it, so right. to speak. Right? right. And not having the ego get in the way.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And and sometimes it's helpful to think in uh, antonyms. So if you're not yeah. assertive, you're submissive. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so uh, the opposite of assertive is someone who basically just listens to what everyone else says, says yes to
0: everything or says, a sycophant or a certain, yeah 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 you know, basically
1: doesn't doesn't make an effort to present their opinion right uh, like, Littlefinger. like little finger like little finger
0: well uh, in a way yeah a
1: little bit but there's some even more sycophantic types in in the show um because little is surreptitiously assertive right, he's
0: doing it behind the scenes yeah yeah like yeah, manipulative yeah, yeah i'm and...
1: trying to think of a a, a real pushover
0: well reek
1: Oh, I have a, I have a really oh. good one. Because uh, Reek, yes, Reek is a good one. Um, Eon
0: turned into Reek.
1: The, um, yeah. uh, what is it? There's the, what are they called? The Maester, the, the Grand Maester.
0: Oh, the Maesters. Okay, so that's a great example of group think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I was that's, yeah, that's not the one I'm talking I'm talking about the Grand Maester, the one that runs Red Keep for that's a while. The, oh, the old guy. Oh, yes,
0: oh, yes. Right, definitely. so this
1: is a guy who. Well,
0: Paisel. Master Paisel, Master Paisel.
1: And this is a guy who, um, hopefully, for those of you who don't watch Game of Thrones, you can still appreciate this because yeah. I think I think uh, the concepts apply broadly. Yes. So Meister Pycelle, it, Meister Pycelle is this—he's um, supposed to be like a healer and the wise man, right? Right. And someone who would be assertive in that—at least he has strong, learned opinions yes. that he presents uh, and is confident about.
0: Right. Using logic to. Ground Using logic his and decisions. and his knowledge. Right.
1: Uh, His experience, because he's Mm -hmm. an old guy. But instead, this guy basically does whatever he thinks will get the greatest uh, – what is it? The greatest – I'm thinking of the word. Basically, he's trying to ingratiate himself constantly.
0: And the favor of like Circe. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. Whatever will garner him the greatest favor yes. with whomever he serves. Right. So instead of asserting his opinion, mm-hmm. if the person he's supposed to be advising says, I don't like that, then he'll say, oh, of course, yes, yeah, I don't like it right. either. You're yeah, you're right, yeah. right. <laughs> instead of standing by and saying, well, you may not like it, but this is the right thing. He exactly. wouldn't do that. Instead, he'd just say, oh, you don't like it? Yeah, I actually don't like it either. It was crazy of me to even bring that up. Right. Yes. So that's the opposite of assertive. Exactly. Timid, mm-hmm. submissive. Yeah. Um, and those people, it doesn't make them bad people. It just, no, if, but it, if you want, I think, to have, um, if you want to play a role in the world, you know, if, yeah. if, if, you, if you want to feel like you have agency over your own and life. assert
0: yourself where, you know, you believe you can make a difference.
1: Right. If you want to be able to do that, yeah. then you need to be assertive. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Right. So those are some examples from Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like the Marvel characters, too, really do a good job at being assertive.
1: Yeah. Right? The Marvel yeah. superheroes. It, um, just, it just
0: comes with the the whole image, right? Yeah. If you of,
1: think about it, it's, it's definitely a trait of a natural leader. Yeah. Or, or any leader, for that yeah. matter. It's a natural trait of a leader, I should say. Um, it's an important trait of a leader. Yeah. Because a leader, by definition, is leading. Right. And leading doesn't necessarily mean you're doing what is popular.
0: It's oftentimes not popular. It can
1: often be not popular. Yeah. But leading is sort of guiding people toward a course of action that's going to be the best one. Right. And um, oftentimes the best course of action isn't obvious.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. It's often the most popular course of action is the easiest one. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the best one. And so that leads to people sort of reverting to what's convenient. Yeah. Right. What's comfortable. Right. And that prevents you from excelling
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and making progress. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you mentioned groupthink as well. I think assertiveness yeah. is an important uh, antidote.
0: Exactly. It combats groupthink.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just recap what groupthink is?
0: So groupthink, it's this psychological phenomenon that where in a group, we will go along with whatever the dominant, loudest, you know, most confident, I'm putting that in quotes, cause it's not really confident voice will say. So it typically it's about conformity and we all do this. Like humans do this. So it's a, a matter of being aware of it so that we can actually stand up for what we believe and speak up in groups. So we have a lesson about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Check it out. I can link it below. But essentially, it's about being aware that groupthink might happen, especially in groups where all the people are very similar. So you can think of maybe like a fraternity, sorority, excuse me, club, um, fraternity, sorority. Politics. Politics. um, Anywhere where there's just friends that are very similar corporate settings. It happens across all different settings and groups. But essentially, you want to be aware of it so that you can take action and say, no, you know, what? I don't really agree with this, but let me tell you, you know, another option instead. Or- and that
1: would be assertive. That that yeah. action of sort of uh, being aware of groupthink and then, and then, you know, proactively presenting your opinion yeah. in spite of that, spite of that. What, of what the crowd thinks, that would be assertive. You're yeah. asserting yourself. And it's important because... If, if what you feel you really believe, the only way you know that, that you can ensure it at least is heard yeah. is by being assertive.
0: Right, and speaking up. Right. So, do we have uh, something over there?
1: Let's see. Oh, let's see. How can I not cross the fine line between being assertive and pushy? Yeah, yeah it's
0: tough. Um, I think one of the things is to be mindful of your tone, um, strike that power tone, but don't, again, it's a fine line. So it's one of these tricky things. Um, try the tone and then get the feedback from the person that you're talking to. What
1: do you mean by the tone?
0: The tone of your voice, right? Mm -hmm. So I think with, with aggressive, it tends to be a little bit like not cacophonous, cacophonous per se, but combative, right? A -hmm. little bit like harsh, harsh, abrasive, um, So the tone can be like jarring almost. And I think the person, especially if they're auditory, um, they'll be receptive to that. And then you might see that they're kind of taken aback. They're a little bit.
1: So you're saying use a softer tone.
0: Use a softer tone, but still powerful, if that makes sense. So the power tone that we can achieve is by sort of um, finding a little bit of a lower pitch in us. And to do that, you need to use your diaphragm. Mm. So breathing, but I think also getting the feedback from the people you're talking to.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say is I think um, a really important part of ensuring uh, that you communicate yourself without being pushy is to make sure that the other person feels heard as well. And so you can present your opinion and and stand by it, but also say, what are your thoughts on this? How do you feel about this? Uh, Do you disagree or agree? Um, and by making the other person feel heard, yeah. you ensure that uh, while you're still presenting your opinion in an assertive way, they still feel like they have some agency over the decision and so forth. And in an ideal outcome, what happens is, uh, you know, if if you truly believe your position is correct, mm-hmm. uh, you end up convincing them that it is correct, and and then not in a pushy way, but simply because it makes sense. And the way you've presented it, particularly if you do it in an, a, a, you know, a softer or more respectful,
0: respectful tone. Respectful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I have no issue with the soft tone, to be honest. I, I find actually that people who uh, are very persuasive speak softly because they don't need a loud voice
0: to be heard, to be convincing. Mm.
1: Right. And so I have no issue with the soft tone personally.
0: I think we're talking, uh, but, but think about pitch Right. Mm-hmm. So with uptalk, we're constantly rising um, at the end of a, a sentence or a comment when it should be lowering inton- intonation. So um, with that, you, you're you not really taken seriously. So I think there is, you know, something to be said for the pitch, because if you're if you're trying to be assertive, you can still be soft spoken. The pitch is
1: different. And, and the pitch, yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, I think a lower pitch.
0: Lower. That's the power pitch. Yeah. That's your power tone. That's yeah. What we call it. Um,
1: right but I think you don't want right. to sound squealy right you don't want to sound right um, you know part of what you that be is you can soft
0: spoken though I think the like deep, you're right right yeah
1: so I think a deep soft spoken voice can be very convincing
0: it's soothing um, too part right. of why the
1: higher pitch isn't as convincing mm. is it I think it suggests that you're not breathing well right mm. if you think about what the pitch is a higher pitch means you're you're constraining your your uh, air air yeah. more mm-hmm. which makes it you know if you think about a whistle if you're whistling the wider your mouth is the right. lower the tone is going to be the narrower your mouth is the higher pitch it's going to be hmm. and so it's the same with speaking if your your tone is high it suggests that um you're basically your muscles are contracted and you're tense.
0: that's interesting yeah
1: and so that's why i think just naturally hmm. lower pitch um and also just um, softer tone it just it, for me at least i find it more convincing more compelling
0: yeah so there's three types of, um, we have auditory, kinesthetic, and visual, and we all have these, we're all auditory, visual, and kinesthetic, but some people are more receptive to one. There's a dominant, uh, feature in that. So for example, you might be more auditory, like you might be more predisposed to, to sounds and like, I, I definitely feel that way. Cause like tones definitely affect me, um, we always say on here it's not what you always what you say, but how you say it. Very much so. Right. So, uh, think about what you know what you're more pre- predisposed to auditory, visual, or kinesthetic. Kinesthetic has to do with like movement and body language. Mm-hmm. The other thing I will say though, uh, Cicero, right, was think about also your body language, right? Sometimes with aggressive body language, we're you know making like That's sharp movements, or uh, maybe have like a fist, you know. Um, not a relaxed sort of like upright position. So you want to maintain open body stance to be assertive, but pay attention to what your body's doing because that will also indicate whether you're being aggressive.
1: Right? Yeah, that's a great one. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, another way to sort of train yourself on this is to observe other people. Yes. When they're talking to you, when they're talking to, to others, uh, even on, on film or mm-hmm. in, in person, Um, just sort of look at what they're doing and decide for yourself does that person look like they're being a server they're being pushing it's one of those things you know we're blessed to be humans and have some some intuition about this yeah and uh trust your gut right and so if you look and you see that that person that just feels pushy i can't figure out why maybe spend a little more time figuring out why that looks pushy and what are they doing because the more uh, aware you are, more observant you are of these little cues, and they can be small. Yeah. They can be small things. Um, the more nuanced you can be in your own communication as well. That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So people watching can really help. And yeah. But but thinking of it in, in a non-judgmental way, exactly. more so as an exercise, like you described, yeah. I love that.
1: It's very much an observational, yeah. and instructional process. Yeah. It's an yeah.
0: ethnographic uh, experience. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do we have some more um, questions over there?
1: Um, oh no, he, I think I think he's covered. Yeah, yeah. he's Covered. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing that I will say on that is language too, right? Um, instead of using like you language, like you did this, you did that. I'm not pleased with you, Mm. uh, shift it to a more neutral or even placing it on you. Like the onus is on you. Even better.
1: Wow. You're just foolish. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You like that? Yeah. Definitely. Because it helps, uh, I think. Absolutely. When, when you're being assertive, uh, people often will assume that particularly people who feel threatened that you're doing so to, uh, to forward your own interest
0: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so that push your agenda th- push
1: your own agenda and what will reinforce that concern for them is if you do use a lot of you language right if instead you're using we we or, or us i us and and the company or the organization our team right? if you the, the team right if you use this inclusive language you demonstrate that you're, you're taking this stance because it's best for everyone. Yeah. Not because it's best for yourself.
0: Right. It's not a self interested en- endeavor. It's right. Not a and I
1: realized I was using uh, the wrong pronouns. It'd be like, I, yeah. And my, right. You and, don't, and we, you want to, well, no, I'm saying but you want to avoid like I, and, uh, and you basically, you want to avoid calling out singular mm-hmm. and instead focus on the group, focus on the community. Yeah. And
0: I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, when you're apologizing or when you're um, taking blame for something, you want to use I, but that's a little bit different. But I think in that context, mm. you can still be assertive, but say, "Look, I'm, you know, I'm sorry."
1: Yeah, that would be an example. Yeah. But in this case, in
0: this case, with this assertiveness,
1: with assertiveness, yeah, yeah I, I I agree with that it, using sort of that more group communal language uh, will will reinforce uh, the idea that. Your opinions are sort of, they matter. Well, they, they're targeted at, at, um, ensuring the groups, the group's benefit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing that we will say, uh, let's, let's talk about how assertiveness might vary across cultures.
1: Really good one. Yeah. yeah. Cause it definitely, it definitely it varies. Uh, I mean, the obvious one for me is that in Asia, Um, being assertive can often be construed as being rude.
0: Rude and aggressive.
1: And aggressive, Um, but certainly rude
0: Mm.
1: if you're younger, right? So the expectation is um, that the older person, the more experienced person uh, is the one who-
0: Has the knowledge. The
1: knowledge and is the one who should basically be calling all the shots. And if you're younger and less experienced, you should just be listening. And so assertiveness in those cultures yeah. is much more challenging uh, to do mm-hmm. tactfully yeah. than it is. It
0: can still be done, but in
1: it's... say American culture, yeah. where assertiveness is rewarded, right. and encouraged, yeah. and
0: even from a young age. I mean, yeah. even in school, I right. think in most schools they teach that, right? How to yeah. stand by your word, how to build a persuasive sort of argument.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, my only, I, I would, I think. Um, a lot of corporate corporate situations in Asia struggle because of yeah. this uh, dynamic. Uh, I do think the U.S. also and Western cultures in general uh, struggle in the opposite, which is you sometimes have
0: like overly so.
1: Yeah, you have too many um, too many cats and no herders, mm, right? That's so you, you have too many solo or thinkers. Yeah, more wolves. <laughs> um, but the point is, um, on the one side, you have a bunch of sheep. Yeah. Right, no, following one person. On the other extreme, you have a bunch of people who aren't going to cooperate because yeah. they're all trying to assert themselves. Yeah. So there's no question. Or be
0: domineering. Or be think, domineering. Right.
1: But but yeah yeah be domineering. Maybe. Right. Uh, asserting themselves without taking into account other people's opinions. Yeah. Um, and like they
0: think they're asserting themselves. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So again, it comes down to that balance.
1: You got to find the, the middle ground. And and take into the, uh, the take into account the context cultural. the cultural context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're in an Asian society, you probably want to dial it back. You exactly. um, can still be assertive, but I would do so in a much more reserved way.
0: There might be some hedging involved. There right? Might be some
1: hedging. Yeah. Uh,
0: weren't you saying to me the other day that no will not be taken for as an answer, right? If somebody is trying to this is not necessarily related to um, yeah, assertiveness, yeah. but it still comes up as, as an example very often.
1: Very often, there is often. hedging. Right. Well,
0: could you mind re- repeating it? Because um, was it? I forget the context. So I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so basically, uh, you you. It's hard to get a no.
0: Okay, in yeah. Asia,
1: but instead, what you'll get is uh, a maybe, or even a yes. Right. But you know they're really it's saying not a real no. yes. Yeah. 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 And so. Um, yeah, I, I think of hedging as basically giving people an out, and I think in this case, this is really about um, just not necessarily being able to say no, because they, mm-hmm. they, it feels rude to say no, right. so they'd rather say yes um, and give you an answer that isn't as direct.
0: Or just, you know, not show up right. when they said that they would show up.
1: Right, and so I think that is tangentially related it to, is.
0: It actually to is. assertiveness. Um, because when you're saying no, you're also being assertive, right? I mean, it's not easy to do. No one wants to hear no. It's not easy to do. Yeah. You don't want to be rejected and you don't want to be the one rejecting the person yeah. in terms of like, let's say they invite you somewhere.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And and I think being able to assert yourself while also uh, taking into account other people's opinions Right. So we've talked about it's important to hear other people's opinions. It's mm-hmm. also okay to be convinced by them. Yeah. Just because you're being assertive doesn't mean you have to get your way. No. Right? No. You can be assertive, but if someone else comes up with a counter argument mm-hmm. that sounds more sound or, or logical than yours mm-hmm. or, or better thought out then take it, then yeah. then follow that and say, you know what, that's actually a really good point.
0: Right. I think a good leader is able to be swayed too.
1: Absolutely. Right? And,
0: and if, especially if Absolutely. it's grounded in sound logic, like you said. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, if, this isn't about winning. It's, no. At the end of the day, being assertive is about uh, sort of establishing what you think is important or correct and, and and pushing for it. Right. And if someone else comes up with something that that achieves that yeah. even better than what you're pushing for, By all all means. means.
0: And you're not trying to placate people, right? It's really more of, you know, standing your ground, but also thinking about the group, the benefit of everyone's benefit.
1: Yeah.